Hello and welcome to the Kumi Sheree podcast. I am Kish Kumi Price. Dina Sheree. <laughs> and we're back with another episode. Today we are talking about Arise Beloved, I Am That I Am, right? Either I am or I'm not. <laughs> Either I am or I ain't, okay? <laughs> so <laughs> you probably can pick up on what we're putting down here, but basically... Um, I'm going to share the grounding scripture really quickly, and then we'll break break it down for you. So I'm reading from Matthew 16, starting at verse 13, and I'm reading from the NIV. When Jesus came to the region of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples, who do people say the son of man is? They replied, some say John the Baptist, others say Elijah, and still others, Jeremiah or one of the prophets. But what about you? He asked, who do you say I am? Simon Peter answered, you are the Messiah, the son of the living God. Jesus replied, blessed are you, Simon, son of Jonah, for this was not revealed to you by flesh and blood, but by my father in heaven. And I tell you that you are Peter and on this rock, I will build my church and the gates of Hades will not overcome it. I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. Whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven and whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. Okay. So that was again, Matthew chapter 16, starting at verse 13 through verse 19. Okay. Why is this important? Why is this important, Dina? Because it's a (laughs) loaded question, loaded question. Here's the thing, right? Like, if he is not that, then what am I doing? Because right. I had fun in the world. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm just going to be honest. Yes. That's the whole point of sin. You like it, right? Something mm. about it you enjoy. So if he is not that, hmm. then back door, you know, you ride the target bus back door, you know, so the bus driver lets you out the back. <laughs> because I don't need to yes. know why I'm doing this. If he is not yeah all of that he says that he is, if I don't have the ability to bind and loose, if I don't, if you are not that God, then I don't want it. Cause you, I need you to be all of that. Cause this ain't easy. The swap ain't easy. This talk ain't easy. You know what I mean? Like I can certainly talk to talk, but when you see me, you should be able Mm. to see I'm bearing fruit. Ain't none of Mm. this easy. Is it worth it? Yes. It's worth it. But it ain't easy. So that's the whole, that's the whole foundation. Mm. Of 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 why I believe in Jesus Christ because He is mm. the Great I Am. Do you know what I'm yes. saying? And so, yes. I mean, the, what I love is that you know He's like, "Hey, Peter, you know what? God had to give that to you, and based on that revelation, that's why I'm gonna build my church, right? <laughs> so, so that means that so that and here's the thing: everybody didn't say that, right? Everyone didn't say that. Because mm-hmm. they didn't have the revelation. And that's why mm-hmm. we gotta let, we also have to allow people, let me just, because this is not really what we're talking about. Let me just throw it in there. We have to allow people the ability and the time to meet God where they are. Mm, you know, when we, when, we, when we know Jesus and we've been on a walk and all this stuff, and we see our brothers and sisters, we want them to know Jesus so much. We want their lives to be better. We want them to be free mm-hmm. from drugs, from from sexual morality. You want we want them to be free, right? But yeah. everybody has their own walk. You had your own walk. 
And I'm pretty right? sure there was people who told you about Jesus. You knew about Jesus and you was like, I'm still doing my thing though. And I'm not even trying to hear that. Right. And yeah. So that goes to show you that everybody doesn't get the same revelation at the same time. We're all at different places and places and spaces, right? And so you gotta allow people the ability. I'm not saying you're not supposed to put plant the seed and one's supposed to, you know, water. I'm not saying don't do that. I am Mm. saying keep don't keep on doing that. But I am saying don't let it don't become bitter and resentful when somebody's not doing what you want them to do. And I really hear that in my spirit now for parents and children. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yes. Parents and, and, and children. Right. Because mm-hmm. as parents, not only do we want something spiritual for them, but we want the, you know, like this job and, we, you know, we want you to have this type of spouse and we want you to do have this type of friends. We have so many things that we want for our children. And when they're yeah. not doing that, you know, feelings and emotions and it gets all up in the way, you know, and so yes. we have to be mindful when you poured into your child. That's that's what you that's what you do. You, you did it. Yeah. And you did it. And and it's not that you stop at 16, stop at 18. You continue to pour. But ultimately, they are on a mm-hmm. process, on a road with Jesus by themselves. Right? Right. You, they, right. They, they really are, you know. And so if they get to a certain point, you know, you, you've got to let that thing play out how they see fit, how God sees yes. it, rather. So yes. you know, I just want to throw that in there because I know sometimes people... um get really frustrated with others that they're trying to witness to trying to give them the gospel and that person's not receiving it or the person hasn't gotten yeah. revelation or even if it's not children, even if it's like you're growing in a different, at a different pace in Christ than, than other people around you. Right. Like they're not mm. ready to receive that. Right. Mm. Like if you've come into an acknowledgement of the levels of witchcraft and, and stuff like that. Right. Cause witchcraft can mm. be kind of like people go, Ooh, that's spooky. Right. People are uncomfortable right. with those types of topics for the most yes. part, right? Yes. And because you have received that revelation and because you are um, curtailing your life based on mm-hmm. that revelation, don't mm-hmm. get mad at somebody that they're not there. Somebody like right. you know people who still do horoscopes. I'm not mad at exactly. y'all. Exactly. Right. I'm praying for right. you to come into a revelation. Right. Of what that right. means for your life. I'm, I'm praying for you to come into other revelations about other things. But I ain't mad at you. I'm not like, no, no, I'm just no. praying for you. So I just yes. wanted to throw that in there because I feel like sometimes people get really frustrated when when people are not where you want them to be, especially on a spiritual mm-hmm. level. And, and, and the enemy plays in that. Right. Because he, he uses all kinds of things, y'all. He, he does. Really does. He does. He and plays he uses, on all of it. He plays and he'll play yeah. on your deep desire for someone to be saved, somebody to be healed, and mm-hmm. twist that thing around. Mm-hmm. And now mm-hmm. it's now it ain't working yeah. the way it's supposed to. Yeah, yeah, mm. it is. So, <laughs> that's the thing. I, I like it. I, I mean, because it it helps us to understand some of the things, some of the things that we've experienced ourselves, right? Like mm-hmm. because some of us have experienced that from other people. And then we may fall into the same practice of doing what was done to us, right? So that judgmental yeah. piece and all that, it's like, no, we, we you yeah. call truth, exactly. Yeah. We call truth out. We call out the things that we have learned. And then there are things that we have to grow and mature into as well. And right. it's funny because, um, you know, the reason why we felt like it was necessary to have to talk about this specifically is because there is a line. Right. Like you at when you're being tested, 
And you really have to be in a place where you're questioning like, okay, even if let's say it's an assignment, let's say God has told you to do something. Let's say you're believing him for it to come through for you for something. You get into this place where you really do start like, wait a minute, is God gonna, is he really, will he? And if you stay there, like you stay stuck kind of trying to figure out what that you're not going to progress. You're not going to receive. You're not because God says that we, he, he cannot honor like fake faith, right? He has, he, you can't be wavering. He wants you to be solid in your belief. He has asked us to, you know, it's, it's a, it's a thing of understanding who he is. Like, who's your daddy? Who's your daddy? For real. Like, do you know? And if so, you have to stand on that, right? Like you have to stand on who he is, who you know him to be, and trust that he will be that for you. And um, this isn't something new. You know, we just read the grounding scripture, but I wanted us to bring this back. Like, let's go Old Testament now. So when God called Moses and he said, hey, I want you to do this thing. You know, Moses had all the excuses in the world, right? Right. Which is very similar to our experiences sometimes, right? We got all the excuses. And one of the things he says, when God says, I want you to go to Pharaoh so that you can bring my people out of Egypt. And this is in Exodus three in verse 11, it says, and Moses said unto God, who am I that I should go unto Pharaoh and that I should bring forth the children of Israel out of Egypt? Who am I? Then he says, and he said, certainly I will be with thee. So this is God speaking to Moses. Certainly, certainly I will be with thee. Certainly, if I asked you to do it, I'm going to be with you. Certainly, if I said that I'm with you always, I will never leave you or forsake you. I will be with you. Okay, hold on to that. And this shall be a token unto thee that I have sent thee. When thou hast brought forth the people out of Egypt, ye shall serve God upon this mountain. And Moses said unto God, behold, when I come unto the children of Israel and shall say unto them, the God of your fathers hath sent me unto you. And they say to me, what is his name? What shall I say unto them? So he's playing the whole, I don't even know what to say card, right? <laughs> and God said unto Moses, I am that I am. And he said, thus shalt thou say unto the children of Israel, I am hath sent me unto you. Okay. <laughs> I just want to stop there. I mean, that was the end I read to verse 14, but basically he's saying, listen, I am that I am. You don't really need to know anything else. I am whatever it is that you're questioning. Am I, who, who, who are you coming in the name of? You're coming in the name of I am right. You know how you've probably written an email or said, I'm writing to you on behalf of somebody you're representing somebody. He's saying, you go in there and tell them you're representing I am. So then if they got backup questions about, well, how are we and what are we? I am. I am will do it. I am will. Because he is. He is everything. He is everything that you need, everything that you desire. He is. And so there will come a point in time when you, as you're going through life many times, right, where you're going to be faced with that question. Is he? I am, is he the great I am or is he not? It's one or the other. It's no in between. Right. 
And that's just, yeah. It. I mean, and, and I feel like life, life will get you there <laughs> to yeah. that question. Yeah. It'll get you there to where, mm-hmm. what's it going to be? Either you believe in that he is the great I am or you don't believe him. Right. Yes. Because yes. there is no need for, there is no, there's, there's no need for any other explanation after that. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, you know, mm-hmm. when you were, when you have children, sometimes when your kids ask you, you know, why? And you say, but it's because I said so. Right. You don't feel the need <laughs> as a parent to ABC the ABC them. You know, you, I don't need to tell you all of the things. I just need you to do what I asked you to do. Right. Right. Yes. Right. Yes. Like, like, I mean, I feel like that was God's version of because I said so. Tell them, tell them I am sick. Just, just tell them <laughs> That's I exactly right? what it was. <laughs> That was his yes. version of because I said so. Just do what I said. Do you know what I'm saying? And so, like, wow. we have to be, we have to get to a place, and it's really through relationship, you all. It's really through relationship, <laughs> and it's really through you recognizing all the places that God has been I am for you. Right? And, and listen, it, I cannot, cannot say, go ahead. rewind really quickly to what you just said. So it's just funny to me. If you probably, I mean, I, I hate it if you don't think you don't understand how funny this was to me. But I grew up with my mom saying that all the time. Shout out to, to my time. mom. I know she listens and watches all the podcast episodes. Hey, so mama, love you, mom. That's why I said it. <laughs> and when I tell you she used that thing, like I heard that Woo. so much because I said so, because I said so, because I said so, because I said so. And so I, in my enlightened self as a mother, I said, I'm not going to do that with my kids. Like, I am not going to say because I said so. I'm going to give them explanation, help them to be critical thinkers, because I know how their brains are. Like, they're probably wired like me. So they want to know. They want to. Ha- so I started down that path, right? Like, I was literally trying mm-hmm. to give them all of these explanations. Girl, if I don't tell you how much I love and embrace Sam because I said so now, because that about wore me out. Try to, you know, like, that's why God, God ain't playing with us. Like, he's like, I don't, I do not need to give you all of the information because yeah. sometimes you don't need all of the information and it can be dangerous. So that the example I wanted to share, and it's not funny really, but I got to a point with one of my sons where he, he took it to the next level. Like he's very inquisitive. So he was always asking why, but why, but why, but why? And so we were on a trip. And I can't remember exactly what the danger was at the time, but it was something that I was like, like move out the way or something, you know, just like a cautionary move out the way because something was coming or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he said, why? And I went into full blown emergency action, moving him out of the way. But I had to have a long conversation with him about, listen, when I say do something, you do it. Don't ask questions, whatever. And then I thought about it. I said, oh my gosh, I've created that for him in his mind to think that's the norm. So then I had to walk it back and I'm like, okay, actually what I'm saying here, I want you to ask questions, but you need to respond first. You need to respond to what I'm telling you to do. And then you can ask questions. And it's, I mean, that lifted a lot, right? Yeah. And it also made me think about that's how God is with us, right? He, He doesn't expect us to be able to figure it out before we do what he's telling us to do. He's saying, do it. And I'll explain later. Maybe. Maybe. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) maybe, maybe, maybe. 
But I yeah. embraced that because I said so now. It's yeah. Right. So I just I just wanted to tell that quick story. No, yeah. And, and, but it's so funny because no, no, and I hear that because that's why I said it, right? I grew up also in that household. Um, <laughs> and then I also heard, I am your mother. It was a reminder. I am your mm, mother. That was if mm-hmm, it wasn't mm-hmm. because I said so, it was I yes. am your mother. Do you know what I mean? Yes. So it was just like flat out. That's the joke. Recognition. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this is because the order. The joke yes. play, you know what I mean? <laughs> so, so that's just it. We're not going to know all the things that God has, that is connected with that instruction or that mm-hmm. is connected with your season. You're not. You may never, mm-hmm. ever know. You may never, never ever know. And, and the thing is, you don't actually need to know. And True that's story. What, that's what faith is. Mm-hmm. Right. If God was like, this is who I am. And then here's your whole life. And here's all planned out. And this is all the places you'll see me. And this is all the places I'm going to take you. And this is all the healings you're going to like, what would be the point of faith? <laughs> exactly. Would, there, would be, there would be no point of this walk. Do you know what I'm saying? And so that's yes. why, you know, it's so I love how God, you know, connects Kish and I continually with our with how he wants us to to come to you all. Because mm-hmm. Kish said that scripture and I was like, yes. Yes, good scripture. And the scripture that he gave me, right, was yeah. the two places or the places in scripture where he asked, is anything too hard for me? Is mm-hmm. there anything too hard for God? I feel yes. like the first time we saw it was in Genesis, right? Yeah. He's saying, yeah. he came and he's like, Sarah about to have a baby. Abraham. Mm-hmm. Sarah, mm-hmm. I know she's old. Yeah. She's going to have a baby. And they're like, exactly. we are well beyond the time to bear children. <laughs> Okay. It's laughable believing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, well beyond it. Right? Right. And he was like, look here. This is going to happen. Mm-hmm. And Sarah mm-hmm. laughed. Mm-hmm. He's like, why she laugh? I didn't laugh yet. You did laugh. Exactly. Is there anything too hard for God? Yeah. And we see yeah. clearly it is not. Because Sarah mm-hmm. had that baby. Come on. She had that baby. Do you know what I mean? She? That, yes. Because it was a promise. Do you know what I'm saying? And so, and also, it's, it's repeated again in Jeremiah uh, hmm. 30, Jeremiah 32, 33-ish. I think it's 32. At any rate, the question comes up again, is anything too hard for God, right? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that that answer becomes easier when you can answer the first question, which right. is, who do you say that he is? Come Listen, on. I feel like I want to shout. I just, Come I just on. feel like I'm just Come going to out in this kitchen. When you answer, when you are able to, to be steadfast, mm. 10 toes down mm. in that answer of who Come he on. is, huh. when you're able to say, he is the son of God, Oof. he is the great I am, then when somebody says, is there anything too hard for him, you can immediately say, no, absolutely not. Mm. Because the son of God can do anything. Come the great on. I am can do anything. Come on. Right. But how do you get how do you get from that assurance, that certainty, right? Remember that word that was pulled from yeah. that passage? Certainly, I'm going to do like certainly. I told I'm the one telling you to do it. Certainly, I'm gonna do, I'm gonna come yeah. through. But how do we get from I believe to is he gonna come through? Because see, that's that's that happens, right? Like I cannot tell you how many times I, cause I've seen it. I've, I've been a witness to it. Say you go to church, mm-hmm. you go to church with, with your burdens, like your problems. And you just like, it's something looming over you. That's going to happen that next week. And you don't even know how and what, and how you go make it through. And then it's something about you in the fellowship, fellowshipping with the saints, you worshiping, you getting good word into you. 
and you are confident like this is this is this thing. God is God and he's going to come through. Yeah, life be life, but God be God and he's going to come through. Right. You get out, you start your week, you, you know, going through your routine, you studying devotionals, whatever, worshiping. But somewhere along the way, you start getting whispers of. Is he going to come through? Well, you know, the time is ticking. Is it? Is he? And that doubt can creep in, right? Like over time. And so I think before we even jumped on camera, just to, you know, share some of the things we were talking about, Dana, you mentioned that whole like quiet, like sometimes being in a a space of quietness, like quietude, right? Like just, and, and those thoughts coming through and the importance of being able to capture those thoughts and tear them down, right? Because you need to replace with what you know to be true. Because this isn't this isn't new, y'all. Like this isn't something that Satan or d- demonic spirit, oh, now it's coming for you and this has never happened before. This is the way. This is this, this is, is the, the process. This is how it goes down, right? It's because in order for you to actually see what's on the other side of your faith, you have to stay strong and firm in your faith. So the goal is to tear apart your faith to get you to a place where you're doubting, where you're wavering. And a lot of that is happening silently, right? It says, you know, we know now that the battle is happening in the mind. It's it's spiritually occurring, but it's in your mind. So it's not, you may not even be giving voice to it, but you're hearing it. And if you're not capturing those thoughts and tearing them down, then you're subjected to what those thoughts are screaming at you silently. Right. Um, and it just starts to kind of shift your angle a little bit where now you're not on course for what, where you're supposed to go. Like, that's just what happens. Right. Um, real quick. I don't know if you all, so I watched the, the series, um, hijack with Idris Elba and, um, I was sharing this because I actually shared the story with my son. It was so impactful to me, but not to give spoiler alerts or whatever, but just there was one scene where the hijackers were basically like, hey, we're trying to, you know, basically they're going to end up bombing London if they don't get what they want. So the court, the plane was on course to land in London. Yeah. Idris Elba's character corresponds with the, the pilot to say, hey, if you can direct the course off a few degrees where they won't notice that we're off course, but the people who are watching the plane who can know that we, we've been hijacked, we'll figure it out, right? So if you're looking at the course, it looks like you're still on course. But that mm-hmm. little shift, and I'm like, maybe I've shared this before here too, but that little shift will have you going in a completely different, to a completely different destination, right? And so that's why it's so strong for us to 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 lean into this and to really grab hold to what God is saying. Either he is or he ain't. And if you allow the devil to like shift you into a space where you feel like you're still going in the right direction, but you're a little off, you're a little like, well, maybe he will, maybe he won't. Maybe you're going to miss where God is trying to launch you Yeah, because you've gotten into a place where you are questioning who he is. It is not even about questioning what what's on the other side of it. You get to the other side of it by remembering and standing firm and true on who he is. 
because yeah. he is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He hasn't changed. Here's the thing, the interesting thing about it. Have you, I'm sure you have, had a situation happen that you were worried about. You were worried, you were concerned, like it wasn't mm-hmm. going to work out. Right. And the, the, the time in between this when you knew this thing was getting to happen right in that time and then it and then this thing occurred right and it and it worked out it worked right. out it was like fine that space right there you spent worrying you spent yes not ex- like so 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 sometimes it does actually just work out guys like yeah i told you yeah. i was gonna do it but look what you forfeited mm. during that time whether yes. it was two days three days six months one year yes right? What did you forfeit? You forfeited your peace. Peace is our Mm. portion. Mm. You have forfeited your joy. Joy is your portion. Mm. You forfeited so many things during that time period Mm -hmm. because you couldn't, you, you didn't allow God, right? You didn't allow yourself to experience the things of God during that time period until the thing manifested. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You worried and you was a whole, you was all this. And, and then it ended up working out. You're like, dang, look how much time I wasted. Look how much time I wasted, Come on. you know, grieving this situation, being sad about this, being worried about this, trying to figure it out, trying to figure it out. If mm-hmm. I just would have said, he is the great I am, whatever the outcome is, he's got me. No matter what the and outcome is, he's got that. me. Yes, and, yes. And then live your life from that revelation. Live, right. the, live your life from the revelation of he is the great I am. Yeah. You would have been in a much better place when that thing manifested. Cause sometimes we get to the thing and we're like, Oh God, I made it. Oh, Jesus. I barely crossed. Right. Ooh, but you're tired. You, know I mean? you, you can't <laughs> even, you are exhausted. You're tired. Well, you fought out. a battle that you weren't supposed to fight. Right. Like it wasn't, that wasn't your role. You weren't supposed to be doing that. Like God said, I've got it. I, I'm, I am going to take care of that. And I just, right. I know recently I, I read a, um, one of the devotionals from Sarah Young's Jesus Calling. And it really hit because what you're saying, Dina, mm-hmm. was exactly, I don't know why, it just it just hit different this time. But it was basically saying, when you do that, you're causing yourself pain that I didn't want you to have, right? Because either one, you're, you weren't going to experience what you think thought you were going to experience at all. Or if you were going to experience it, you were only supposed to experience it one time, one time. You're not supposed to be living this over and over again, which is what worry does for us, right? Because it's what the enemy does. Yeah, you you're you're in that thing. You're feeling it as if it's happening to you. It's it's a real thing to you. And I just want to close out real quick with this scripture, and then Dana, if you don't mind closing us out in prayer. But it mm-hmm. says, "But when you ask, you must believe and not doubt." Because the one who doubts is like a wave of the sea, blown and tossed by the wind. That person should not expect. I'm stopping and I'm going to say it again. That person, the person who's doubting, should not expect to receive anything from the Lord. Do y'all hear that? Anything. He didn't say you shouldn't expect to receive the fullness of what I'm proud anything, not even scraps. So you shouldn't expect, your expectation should be that you get nothing from the Lord if you doubt him. Such a person is double-minded and unstable in all they do. Okay. 
That's James 1, verses 6 through 8. And Lord, I mean, come on. Help us, Lord. Help Help us, us, Lord. Lord. It just reminds me of the the talents that we talked about before, where the one who buried it, right? He was sent to the place of gnashing of teeth. He didn't get anything. The one talent he had was taken from him because he didn't believe that he could do anything with it. He was in a place of fear. Come on. So set the expectation. That's where we have to be. The expectation has to be that he is, right? The great I am in every situation. Stay right there. Stay stay right there. Nothing is too hard. And we're saying that that to you while we're in very hard situations in our minds. But God, nothing is too hard for him. But nothing is too hard for God. Nothing. (laughs) Listen, we got to scoot away from here because we have life to do. Yes. We are going to pray you out. Dear Heavenly Father, God, we thank you, Lord, for your grace and your mercy. God, we thank you that you are the great I am. We thank you, God, that we that we can rely on you no matter the circumstance. You own everything. That's what the word says, that you own everything in the fullness therein. So we just thank Mm. you. We praise you. We adore you. God bless our listeners, God. Uh, Bless those who are coming. Bless who are those are on the way. Bless who's already taking Mm. up seats, God. Mm. Uh, and, and continue to work through us, Father God, to to bring your people closer to you and bring new people to you, Father God. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. And like, share, subscribe. Bless somebody all else me. with this word. We all journey in together. We love y'all. Kumi Shuri. Kumi Shuri. Bye.